Marriage caviar. I'm so tempted to say good evening because um, we're in the south of France. And it's, what time is it, Tasha? 1249. 1249. Uh, so you are tuned into a special episode of Marriage Caviar Minis, which you should know by now is our bonus episode that we do every other week. That's a little shorter than our full episodes and we tackle some questions, but this episode is being recorded live from our momcation, our momscape. What else can we call it? Mom play date. Mom. Um, and so, and so, this you guys are our first guests on the Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the check. We ain't got no money for you, third day. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah let me introduce you um so i let me explain the the momcation situation i like momscape better momscape you like momscape i do because I, I do feel like we have to escape and we don't but that's a that's a whole nother that's a word um <laughs> if y'all hear me choking it's because alicia lit this incense <laughs> 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 it's very black in here <laughs> It's hella black. It's hella black. Hella black. And I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm tempted to tell her I'm allergic, but she got she she said she needed to set the mood to make it sexy for herself. So you know you just gotta let your guests do what the fuck they gonna do. You know what I mean? Cause who, well, who am I? Oh, oh. <laughs> that was a lawyer. That was uh, the law. <laughs> So, yeah, so we have been, um, our trip in full will be seven days away from our kids and our fam bam, and we have been trolloping around Europe. We started in, where we start? Paris. Paris. Yeah, started in Paris, popped into the Netherlands, and then now we are back in France, in the south of France, and we plan to go up and down the French Riviera, but we'll get more into that a little later. I want to introduce Alicia... And Tasha, hey, two dope moms, two dope entrepreneurs, two dope women, two dope humans, and I would not, would not, could not do their bio any justice. So I will allow them to introduce themselves, and I just want to know, and I want the people to know, and don't be, don't be humble about this because y'all do really dope things. No, for real, y'all do. My bio is about to be three lines. <laughs> What's the three lines? I'm a human who hey. identifies as a change agent. This is the black motherfucker that got this instant. <laughs> <laughs> that I got am, the change I, agent. I am a change agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know, I love seeing the light bulb go off in folks, whether it's my friends or my clients or my students. Um, yeah, and I'm really good at finding the strengths in people. Mm. But how do you do that? You're a therapist. I'm a therapist, yes. 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 And a dope dealer. I mean, a, <laughs> and a, I, mean a, I mean, a hope dealer. I mean, a hope dealer. Lord. Dope dealer. Oh, Alicia sells hope, guys. See, this is what I'm talking about. I have to tell you to not be humble about it because you didn't say. I, let me let me attempt to do this and then she will fill in the blanks, guys. I did. You, I no, said no, no, I'm a change no. agent. That's, that's kind of. Yeah, no, that's cute. That's but cute. let me tell y'all what what I at least what I know, right? So Alicia is the connect. 
That is, I okay. See, see what I'm saying? You want to tell the truth? I or do. You want no, me to no, no, it? no. Okay, so she's referring to. I do like to like merge people together. Merge people together. Yeah. You know how people? Um, yeah. what's it called? Matchmaker. Mm-hmm. Alicia is a matchmaker of friend groups. Mm-hmm. So she dibbles and dabbles in different friend groups, and she does a really good job meshing into different scenes. Um. And I think that that's a word for us to speak on in our first like segment of this this mini show. Hmm. But in your introduction, she is the owner, operator, entrepreneur behind a couple different things, um, including two humans, but <laughs> Building Endurance, PLLC, PLLC, three plus years in business, right? Mm-hmm. Celebrating three years this month. Okay, okay. Got to find a way to big that up. Champagne like, campaign. That's how you want to celebrate? I did in the first year. I bought everybody champagne. Like clients? No, 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 no. Staff. Oh, okay. I was like, that, that shit don't sound like that's legal. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, So, yeah. So, Building Endurance, she created an app, y'all. She's pregnant with twins. Yes. And somehow, <laughs> Tasha said, yes, very pregnant. Very pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, in the midst of the twins' first what months? What month was it? November February. I started. Yeah. Nah, but I'm talking about when you launched. The twins weren't even six months, were um, they? No, I launched in February, right? Mm. If you've ever been pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when Alicia found the time. I like a good project. No, you like a good challenge. challenge. I do like a good challenge. Because in Naomi's six months of life, I couldn't create soup, <laughs> okay, or a, put a meal, maybe, right? You built an entire app and launched it successfully, right? It's, it's amazing the things you can do. No, man. I, it's, I don't know. You... <laughs> Shit, Illuminati. I'm, I'm <laughs> who, Illuminati. who I need to let go she in my life because you know they always got to. You know they always got to kill somebody in their life to. Who gotta go? You know what who I mean? Like I can send you guys my application with a couple names on there that you know you want to take them away. I'm cool, but Alicia's clearly a member oh, of the Illuminati. I'm not sure who she let go. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if she can even talk about it. Mm-mm. But that I mean, those two things in itself. Is there anything else? Because she's going to give you all these cute answers. Nah, I, I have a podcast too, Two Elephants in the Room. Hey. I think this is our third year, um, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, right now I'm working on two books. So I'm trying to, I told myself at the beginning of this year, no more projects. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm currently wrapping up two projects and I started a third one. I'm, I'm creating this marketplace. I have a lot of friends who are talented. And so I'm trying to create this marketplace where like all their talents can be like shown. Um, they call me Joe Jackson, and then they call me Chris Jenner. I think Chris Jenner is better. I don't want you to be Chris Jenner. Let me tell you something. Unless that. I could be Kylie. Way. Let me tell you about that. Unless I could be Kylie. She gets them girls paid. You hear me? She do. She, she definitely does. Paid. But um, I just want y'all to know that she's fucking lying when she says she's not taking on any projects. <laughs> This packs for this trip. <laughs> a, sign, a sign language book. Like, she's yeah, currently I trying to learn sign, sign language. language. For what? She, she don't know no deaf motherfuckers. <laughs> don't nobody deaf listen to that fucking podcast that she has. 
Don't nobody deaf sit in her chair. Don't nobody deaf use a tune. She don't like she's she's reaching. She's reaching, guys. But next is Tasha. Tasha. Now I need a little bit more of a simple life. You see what I did? You see what happened to Alicia? And I asked her not to be humble. She don't come in here with I'm a vibe. I like long weeks. No. <laughs> Tell us what you do, man. Um, yeah, my life is way more simple. I'm a divorce attorney in Charlotte. I've had a solo practice for five years. Um, this is my fifth year, and I've been licensed for five years. And oh, yes. I do family law, divorce, custody, adoptions, all of that good stuff. And that's my life. I love it. Thank <laughs> you. I, I, I appreciate that. Are you learning any type of skill that you don't know nobody that you can help yet? <laughs> no. Not yet? Not yet. Alicia going to find a way to monetize this sign language she thing. She is. You know what I mean? She might be... Oh, I thought about being like... A rapper? How'd you know? Oh, my God. She's serious, girl. I'm about to blow this fucking incident out. I'm sick of her. It's going to her head. Like the deaf therapist, and then be signing to the folks on IG. So yeah. I can get my influencer game up. I be. Are you serious? Yo, she said she wanted to be. She said the deaf therapist. She ain't deaf. And she the deaf therapist. Like dope. Therapy like, for the deaf. Yeah. And hard of hearing. How do you figure out how to market that? Hello, hello. <laughs> I'm saying like. So the shirts that you would make would have the finger signs to form. You know what? This is inappropriate. <laughs> you know. You fucking up my sponsorship. You about to give me cut. So, okay. So I'm sitting across from a therapist, a human, <laughs> a change agent, a change agent. Yep, that's my hey. Family law attorney, two entrepreneurs, two dope women, and the first thing that comes to my mind in conversation is who you guys were before you became moms. So I had a real fear around, you know, in my head, I was going to be the single fly rich aunt, never somebody's mama, definitely not two people's mamas, right? Mm -hmm. So when I got pregnant, I was so focused on like not losing who I am. Like I didn't understand that like that you're going to evolve and like you're going to change. I was just like, no, I got to hold on to who I am. So throughout the entire pregnancy... I was running up until the day I went to the hospital because that was the one thing that I could hold on to. That I And I know it's not rational or logical probably, but I was like, okay, if I could hold on to this one thing, I'm not going to completely lose myself. So prior to the twins, I was a runner and that was the one thing that I was like holding tightly to. Mm-hmm. So For when she reason. said she was running, y'all, I just want y'all to know that again, in her humility, she forgot to say that she was running five kids with two human beings attached to her. That's good exercise. Oh, okay. In the middle of the summer. She was I just want y'all this. to know that Naomi is 18 months and I, five, five who? I'm sorry, five steps. <laughs> Naomi's 18 so, months already? Yeah. You about to have a two-year-old. I know. Tomorrow. This, this, is, this is true. Pretty excited about it. She's making sentences. But okay, so you... You you chose one thing about yourself mm-hmm. to hold to hold on tightly to. Yes. I think you've done a great job. You went you went on a run today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Neo Mix, she did it. Hey, Coach. <laughs> um, so that was the one thing, and it was funny because um, me and my partner were in premarital counseling, mm-hmm. and I kept talking about losing my identity, and he didn't know 
what I was referring to. And then, yeah. like, later on in our relationship, he was like, oh, I know now. Like, yeah. I feel like I lost. After the twins came. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was like, I feel like I lost who I was. Like, I'm, I'm just not even sure, like, what's supposed to be happening. Mm-hmm. So that was a real, yeah, yeah, because things change. Like we got together super fast, got married super fast. I got pregnant super fast. And so there was no like us time at all. It was like us and then them. Mm -hmm. It was like us and then instant family, add water and stir. And so Mm. I think there has been a lot of like, oh shit, I didn't know that's how this person is under pressure. Or, oh man. I didn't know there was there's just a lot there's a lot of gray Mm -hmm. and I think you know because when children come like it changes the dynamic the dynamic but not to know what the dynamic was going to be it to start with exactly you couldn't even have predicted the or prepare yeah right and so I am a planner I I think one thing I didn't add to my little bio I'm really good at strategic planning like I can plan something and see it all the way through execution but this was something and at some point even in my own therapy, I was like, well, you just got to let go of this because with children, there's only so much you can control. Can control. Yeah. No, I th- I'll say two things. So one, I remember um, when I first got pregnant, I reached out to you and I was trying to pick your therapy mind and say like, hey, I don't want to lose my... I f- no, no, it wasn't when I got pregnant. It was when I was getting married. And mm-hmm. I kept saying... I'm okay with changing my name to Ross, but I, I feel this. like a part of me not is dying, but like I'm give I'm about to give up everything that I've accomplished from this point and put mm-hmm. his name on what I've accomplished. Mm-hmm. And you were like, "Oh, make this make a vision board of all the stuff that you've done with your last name as Hughes," and that really that really helped me but I, I wonder now I think so I'm, I say that to say I think it's funny that you were like thinking the same thing and becoming a mom mm-hmm. and then the second thing that I was thinking was um oh an execution mm-hmm. that's that's one of my favorite things about you like as far as execution is concerned like you might not have like the pretty pretty details of it like that flyer she's <laughs> I, 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 I don't have the eye. Yo, I I'm have, but I got the brain. I don't yeah. have the eye, but I got the brain. The brain and the execution. And I think that that's important. Because mm-hmm. even if we can speak on that for like for you, Tasha, like how did you all get to a point of execution and being like, and we're not, we we not going to skip you for the question, but um, just executing as an entrepreneur because that's hard. Because I think that I'm on a, a total different <laughs> end of the spectrum. Like, I'm really good at the the start of it, mm-hmm. the details, but execution, I'm just I get stuck in the minutia of like if it's not perfect before it goes out, then right. I don't want to put it out and then right. it never gets out. Right, and right, and right. therefore I had not executed things. But that's that is one of my favorite things about you. It's just like a human. So Tasha, yes. <laughs> who were you before motherhood? Um, I don't know. You know, I thought I was going to be the fly auntie. Shoot, I was Everybody 30. Everybody wanted to be the fly auntie mm, with no kids? Mm, no, nope, mm. I was 30. I had six nephews. So Shit. I'm just like, look, I got enough I got enough kids in my life. Listen. I didn't think about having children right before I got pregnant, any of that. So, yeah, I thought I was going to be the fly auntie living abroad somewhere, living my best life. Um, <laughs> but that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen. And so who was I? 
Um, I feel like I was more ambitious, which is crazy because people say children usually make you more ambitious and yeah, make you more opposite. motivated. That's yeah, the opposite but ambition. I feel like I was more ambitious. I was more willing to take risk. I was mm -hmm. more willing to do things. Now I'm more so calculated risk, mm -hmm. uh, calculated risk, and how is this going to affect him? How is this going to affect the overall picture? Can I take that risk and he still be comfortable? Um, those are the types of things that now I have to like. I'm a little hesitant. I have a little bit of anxiety about the things that I get involved in because I don't want it to affect him in a negative way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can see that. And before it was just me. I didn't think about nobody. Yeah. I would take a solo trip for two weeks and just be like, I'm out. Yeah. No thinking Holla! about. Right. No thinking about the consequences. <laughs> Is that the fly auntie call? <laughs> <laughs> I can see somebody fly aunt in a black girl magic t-shirt. Right. Carrying incense through the airport. Right. My aunt. Now I'm like, ah, do I do that? Is that healthy for him? How is that going to affect him long term? How is he viewing that? Like, mom over here just setting off. Yeah. So it's just different, different thought process these days. Mm -hmm. I can see that. I say before motherhood for me, um, I think I was act. I was living life in theory, so I was mm -hmm. going about things like. When I become a mom, I'm going to not do this and I'm going to stop doing this. Like things that, that not affect me, but that I was in control of. And now becoming a mom and, and putting those things into practice. Like I'm glad that I had that mindset of like, this is who I want to be mm -hmm. as a mom, even though some things have obviously wavered, right? But I think I was always in my head in the like, in theory. And so... Mm -hmm. um before because I feel like I really want to my mind will, will take me to the now or the after but yeah so in theory and also just conscious of wanting to be the best version of myself mm -hmm. for my future kids so I was always <clears throat> working towards something and I think Justin probably looked at it and was just like, she picking up something now. Like how you were saying like, oh yeah, I'm, I got these projects. Like I was always working on something mm -hmm. and I'm still the same way now. But now I think my big umbrella of working on something is me working on like uh, sustainability and career. But prior to motherhood, it was like sustainability or growth towards um, being the best woman that you mm -hmm. could possibly be so that you don't have to say like do what I say and not as I do right. I wanted to be that person that could do you know my child could do as I, I did I think we all you were pregnant at 30 yeah I think so yeah we it was after one. 30 right so no, all of 30. us got pregnant in our 30s right which is very different than probably the majority of people that we know right. so most people that we know probably were pregnant in their 20s I think one thing that I definitely have talked to people about is like i at this point in my life i don't have any regrets yeah and so there are some you people lived. who get pregnant and they're like oh my god i didn't get to do there's nothing where i'm like oh i didn't get to do that yeah. or oh man or if there is something i'm like oh i'll just bring the kids right yeah. and so i think there's this different there's a different mindset when you felt like you have lived mm -hmm. <clears throat> a full mm -hmm. life um, or that you've, you've done your you walked in your purpose or you you're doing the things that you're supposed to do and i think it just kind of impacts, it, it just hits you in a different way. Yeah. Um, because you're not so much worried about, oh my God, like, I can't have this kid right now because da 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 Like, I yeah. don't think that, 
she ever was, ran across my mind. She was yeah, pretty I, stable for us. I, in our yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that when I found out I was pregnant, like that thought of oh my god, am I in a position in my life to have a child didn't cross my mind. Mm-hmm. I think it would have crossed my mind if I was like 22, 23 maybe, and I got mm-hmm. pregnant. But at th- I was like, oh, I could give him whatever he needs, like yep. you know, or I know how to get him whatever he needs right, at this right, juncture right. in my life. I've lived enough that I can go out here and go get it and mm-hmm. give and provide him the lifestyle that I want him to have. So I will say it did give me some um, peace to know that I was like, okay, I'm in a position where I could do what I want. Mm-hmm. I've created a life where I can do as I please with my child and provide for him the way I want to and not really have to rely on anyone else. Mm-hmm. So that was a little, that was like a little joy that I had when I found out I was pregnant. Like, okay, I got this. Mm-hmm. I think so for me, for for us, it was more so like, oh, people have, who people have, when we started planning for Naomi, we said people have raised kids with less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> We're going to do this in our first year <laughs> of marriage. And it happened. And now we like, wait, hold on. But child care. <laughs> right? Bro, that's, nobody that's tells home. you about child care. Man, that's, daycare or is they scary thing. Or they do tell you. And then it's like, yeah, but it when different. it's your money, right. that, should, <laughs> that should register a lot differently than anything else in the world. So <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's cool. So the three of us have the the need desire wants of wanderlust of international mm-hmm. travel mm-hmm. so when you say like we've all pregnant in, in our 30s lived a little we're comfortable enough to say like hey i can provide but we also have seen a lot more right would you mm-hmm. say, well your mom is well, yeah both of y'all moms is in the military mm-hmm. so your mom's got to see stuff to expose you yep. to um but what does that look like? So how are you still, like, fulfilling your needs and desires that you had before you were a mom after motherhood? In in regards to, like, what my mom but just or in, not in, in, in regards to, I mean, I use travel as the baseline because that's common to all of us, right? right? So we've right. obviously kept our, our promise to ourselves to continue to travel because right. we're here. right. But what does that look like in other aspects of your life? Like, how are you staying true to, I won't even say you, but how are you staying true to the new you? To the new you, yeah. yeah. So I think there's definitely been some conversations with myself, uh, my friends, and my therapist. Like, okay, I know I have my own anxiety, and these are the things that I need to keep my anxiety at bay, right? Mm-hmm. And if and if you don't do these things, like, you're going to be more anxious. So I try to be very um, intentional about what my day-to-day looks like because... I got to be okay for them, mm-hmm. right? So, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to have a bad day. Yeah, I'm going to have some dips or whatever. But I'm always thinking about, okay, what type of example does this potentially, like, how is this going to potentially leave a mark on them, right? Yeah. So, even when my friends come to visit, like, I know that I need to exercise two to three times a week. And then at least one of those times, like, I incorporate them so they can see, like, it's good to get outside, it's good to get moving. So I'm always thinking about, okay, these things that I need to do for me, I'm going to introduce it to them. Maybe they'll adopt it, maybe they won't. Um, but I think it, it's it's been a lot of... And there's some things that I haven't been able to get back to. On this trip, I've been able to read, thank God. So before them, I was reading, like, five books a week. Mm-hmm. And then they came, and that number dwindled. <laughs> I think the first time I was able to finish, like, a full book... They were past like five months. Um, Woo! 
right? Yeah. For the the people who are actually human around the table. Yeah. Woo. No, that's big for you, That's big. Yeah, that's huge. When I was reading five books a week. I know, but people will listen to this. It's going to be somebody that's going to, that shit's going to (laughs) resonate with. But somebody's going to be like, girl, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Oh, it's dwindled? Yeah. What is dwindled down to? Two books a week, bitch? Like... (laughs) She said she it started to dwindle as they were five months. Remember that we said she dropped the whole entire app that was available on I, I, Apple. I'm just answering your question. I'm you, sorry. You, I'm sorry. You, you asked what were the things that I needed. I just be having to bring, you know, because you're not human. You're There's not nothing you're going to tell. You see, you see what I'm saying? I'm human. She's not. In her introduction, what human says I'm human? In her introduction. <laughs> Fucking alien. Somebody who's superhuman. Yeah, yeah. We're not fucking buying it (laughs) at all. Oh, that's too funny. Though I think the key to staying to staying true to who you are, or even adapting to your new self, but incorporating things that make you happy indirectly benefits your children. Because you know, a happy mom, I think, is a happy household and a happy Mm -hmm. children. So when you do for you, and that's one thing I don't really have is mom guilt. Like I, I, I started mm. to go down that path of having mom guilt, but then I had to just tell myself like, nah, this is for me and it's going to benefit him because I'm going to walk yep. around here happy. I'm going to move through life happily and I'm going to make really good decisions because I'm going to be in a good mental space because I've done things for me. Yep. I think when you start focusing on one thing and, and you're, you're completely engulfed in that one thing, that could be dangerous, whether it be your kid, your partner, whoever. And so I try to take those moments for me. And I have a good partner who's like, look, go take a breather. Go do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I do it. When I come back, I'm recharged. Even if that means going to Target for 20 minutes Target. and just walking Ooh, around. Target. That's like and, Disneyland. Yeah. And like just walking around, buying a new lip gloss, buying a new mascara, and then coming back home and seeing this child light up because he has no concept of time. He don't know I was only going for 20 minutes. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. Now we good. We can have a good time in the house. Like I'm no longer worn out. And I just think those things are needed. Like, Do you think it's crazy that moms only need 20 minutes, but dads need like 20 days? Hours. Days, hours. <laughs> um, no, I just think we, we can just bounce back quicker. Yeah. I think we just process things a little bit faster. We can just bounce back quicker. Um, I, I don't know. We just got that gift. Yeah. It's a skill, I think. It's, we do it's bounce definitely. back differently from now. Yeah. yeah. But then we also resent them for us bouncing back quickly. Because yeah. we're yeah. like, oh, I just took 30 minutes. And you out here trying to take right. a three-hour nap. <laughs> two days to the face. But I just think that just boils down to we're just all cut from a different cloth in terms yeah. of that male-female dynamic. But do you think it's okay? Like, equal playing field? <laughs> I don't think we can help it. So I think yeah. it's okay. We so, set ourselves up for, for some yeah, of it. Yeah, so I, I have some issues because I think systemically we have created this whole, and I say it all the time, boys get raised to marry a strong woman. Girls get raised to be a strong woman. Mm-hmm. And so that's because true. of that, there is this setup of like, okay, be with somebody that's strong and capable like your mama. Mm-hmm. But like, at what point do we say like, you need to be strong and capable for your partner. Yeah. And so I think systemically, you know, I've I've encountered people who they're everybody's argue, everybody's grievance is the same. Yeah. Like I got to tell him how to put the kids in the bath and Every I got to lay this out mom. and I got to do and it's yeah. just kind of like, yo, at like at what point do they get to at what point are they going to be more detail oriented and we could just kind of fuck around? Yeah. 
That's but I think systemically, it's not set up like that. No, it's not. not at all. For no. nobody. It, yeah. I mean, every I've polled many of moms, many of ages, and they're just like, Alicia, like this. Yeah, we all have the same complaint that we give to each other, that we feel complaint. very comfortable complaining to each other about it. Yeah. 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 No, that's real. And you know what? It's crazy. Like, looking back on, like, the early days of postpartum, like, right after I had my son, I felt completely alone and isolated. Meanwhile, my partner was there, boots on the ground, every single day, 24 <laughs> hours, took off time from work, just like I did. But even sitting in his face, staring at him all day, I was like, I feel alone. I feel isolated. I feel like you're not doing this as, as much as I'm doing. Yeah. And it just was because I was more so thinking 10 steps ahead. Like, okay, so in the next two hours, he's going to need to be fed. I'm going to yeah. need to change his diaper. I need to throw a load of laundry in. While he's just like, I'm just here to be here with you. Yeah, what, he you. like, what you need. What you need. And I'm just like, no. I like, don't want to have to tell you what. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to yeah. tell you. And so it's just, yeah, it's one of those things where I don't know if it'll change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Men just... We just mm, really, that was a smooth ass segment into a quick little rant. You know, don't don't take this away because I feel like the guys is gonna listen to this and be like, "Really, <laughs> y'all are away? Like, shut the fuck up!" But no, I mean, no, it's it's a real thing, and I feel like if the tables were turned and the dads were having this conversation. They would have a point. Like, they would have a leg to stand on at mm-hmm. some point because we do set ourselves up for this. Like, we are the ones who, like, we might say, like, yeah, I, I really want to take time for myself. But how often do we initiate it without somebody saying, like, hey, stop, 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 stop. I got it. Like, go go outside. Like, get yeah. away. Right? And when we take time for ourselves, we still incorporate the children. So, like, for yeah. like my little Target trips, I still be like, okay, does he need diapers? Does yeah. he need, like, is it yeah. really truly time for me? Yeah. So, that's why I think it's important. We need to have something that's specifically for mom because and not including the child at all because yeah. a momscape yeah yeah mm-hmm. so wait so let let me let's go down this rabbit hole because y'all have y'all both have boys mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. alicia has um rich man's family a boy and a girl that's what they're called when really? you have two of uh, the opposite sex yeah, huh. yeah. um lord my and Tasha has a son. So let me, because I, I want to hear y'all's perspective. When I got pregnant and before we found out the sex, right, I did not want a son. Like, so uh, bad. All I wanted was a son. Really? Yes. I was so afraid I to have so a black boy mm. in America no, that's a real fear. that I just cried and cried and cried. Like, everything that we were watching, I inserted myself into that. Like, mm. if we were watching SVU and it was a young man being profiled, mm-hmm. buckets. Yeah. Because I was just like, I don't know. I'm not in a place. Like, I prepared myself. Like, when I was saying who I, you know, was trying to be mm-hmm. before becoming a mom, I was always working on myself to be the best woman. In my mind, because I'm an only child, because I'm a female, Mm -hmm. I'm working towards making the best version of me for me to raise a woman, Mm -hmm. right? I don't know what it looks like to raise a man. So Mm -hmm. I didn't mentally prepare myself for that. So I kept saying to myself, like, please, you know, like, I really don't just want a little boy. I don't think that I am mentally strong enough to have a conversation with my son to say, just make it home. And not like the rah rah shit, because you know I can go down the rah rah shit, oh, right? Yeah, no, that's a real fear, yeah. and that's literally we found out the gender of our son on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and I remember just being so hype. Oh my god, I'm having a boy! I'm having a boy! And then literally like a couple hours later, his dad and I sat down and was like, "Yo, this shit about to be real. Like we about to have a son, a black son, walking these streets." And I think for any woman though, if you're dating a black male or married to a black man or have a child with one, there's a fear, them, there's a fear period. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I think that fear still comes along when you have a son and 
we literally had a conversation was like, that's crazy. And we, and I believe in speaking things over your children's lives. So my son, I knew that society, I know that society is going to try to break him. So his name means strong, confident man. And I just want him to carry Come that on. through his life. And I was like, we got to speak this from day one. Because this world, is, they're going to set out to break my man. Like, and I'm just like, I can't have that. Like, they're going to set out to break my man. <laughs> I'm like, I can't Y'all have that. <laughs> I can't Come have that. So I was like, we need to, we need to name him something very strong and we need to let him know early on that he is going to be a-okay and that this world can't break him because I feel like that's what we're leading to. It's more than just Mm. racism. It's more than just, oh, you know, cops are killing our boys. I feel like this world is systemically trying to break the black Mm. male and I don't want my son to be a statistic of that at all. Mm. And so I don't know what that looks like in my mom parenting, but I plan to rise to the occasion and just try to steer him in the right direction and just, you know. Pray, pray over him. This is the person who said, I don't know who I am. Sister, I I'm going to rise to the occasion. <laughs> I mean, you will not take my man. You Damn. got to. You got to. You will not take him down. No, that's a that's a real fear. How did? What did you think? So, I too wanted boys. Mm-hmm. Um, so, initially, I thought I was having one kid. And then on my birthday, I found that it was two kids. Um, <laughs> surprise. Surprise. Logan was like, hey, mom. Right. And then we didn't want to find out the gender until they were born. And so it wasn't until the day that they came that we found out, like, okay. Did y'all really wait? Mm Mm-hmm. That's some strong shit right there. That was very strong. (laughs) Because I didn't want people, like... Pushing stuff on Yeah. Like, oh, it should be this and this shit. I I just didn't Mm -hmm. want all this. I was like, well, we'll all find out at the same time. I was one of those people, by the way. I know. So... (laughs) We found out they were here when they came, and then I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to have a boy. And I had those same thoughts, and me and his dad said the same thing. But one thing I am glad about, they have a present and active dad, but also he has four brothers. And so I grew up with no men around, mm-hmm. and it's going to be completely different for Levi. And yeah. so I think that's been encouraging for me. Like. I have my male cousin that lives nearby. Like, there's just a lot of men because I can't teach Levi how to be a man. Right. Yeah. You know? And so I think I was very grateful that, like, regardless of what happens between me and their dad, that, like, there are all these men who, like, have his back. Yeah. And, like, I can be there to support him and say, this is how you treat a woman. And then they can also say, and this is how you can be a man. Right. Yeah. Because I think that's something that's important to me everybody don't feel that way but i think like a boy needs to see a man at some point the other cool thing too i'll say about my son and his father so my my son's father was raised by his stepdad but he's very close to his biological father Mm -hmm. and then his stepdad was also raised by his stepdad so he has like these four grandfathers in his life who are not biologically connected to him whatsoever but they are in his life they show up grandparents they look at my son as their grandchild like you don't even miss a beat you don't even know that there's no biological connection until you start talking to them and getting Mm -hmm. deeper into the family history Mm -hmm. and i just thought that that was so cool to have a child and a son nonetheless with a man who was raised by like four other men who have no biological connection to him, but are still there showing up for him. That's, that's I think strength. that that says a lot about the type of man that he is and he will be to our yeah. son. So that was that was like a peace of mind for me. Yeah. So I didn't tell you guys about this, but I just it just came to mind. So wave me off if this is not <laughs> if this ain't it. But I think it's to 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 close out the. Marriage Caviar mini episode. Because we are on a momcation, because we did have the luxury, the opportunity 
the blessing, the grace to get away for seven days without our kids and to recharge our batteries, focus on ourselves, what would you say to your partner? Mm -hmm. Thank you. I think, yeah, thank you. Because not every woman can do this. Some women never leave their children's side. Some women never take vacation without their Mm -hmm. children. Um, Just thank you. I'm insanely grateful. Yeah. One thing I'll I'll say that has been consistent is just the caring for my emotional well-being. Like, I I think people comment often, like, yo, you just seem so chill about certain things. And part of it is because, like, I know that, like, emotionally, if I was just to, like, crack and break, like, he would still be... They they would have no emotional loss. Definitely. deficit like at all and so I think that I'm really grateful for that because I again I'm accustomed to men who have no emotional depth Mm -hmm. um and I think that would be a struggle for me because I think like that is that's important so um yeah I think like Tasha said just saying thank you um for having somebody that you can rely on in that way yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't thought about my child's well-being since I dropped him off at school on Tuesday. Like, yeah. I know that he's fine. He's secure. And I'm just like, I'm grateful to have that peace of mind. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. halfway across the world. And I'm just like, he cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's why it's important that we, like, just take a second to acknowledge it and just to say, have that moment of gratitude and say thank you. Because I think that is a big thing. Moms that don't get away pretty much will go like... Well, what about, you know, I'm going to be worried about their well-being. I'm going to be worried about, like, are you going to pay as much attention to them as I do? Mm -hmm. So in the same breath as Tasha and Alicia, um, Justin, thank you for supporting it. Thank you for being like a cheerleader for this trip, for me taking it away. Um, I'm just remembering about the text message and me saying like, hey, these are the dates. Um, Do you think that you can handle known me for you know seven days and he wasn't even concerned about the the handle of it he gonna say how much is it cheap ass (laughs) right but even coming around to it he's just like as the trip was coming up he just was like you know you got everything for your trip are you excited like really giving that like positive reinforcement Mm -hmm. to say like hey like sis it's okay like we i'm not mad you going away i'm not resenting you for going away i want you to have the best time that you possibly can but seven days right i know he probably looking at the clock like (laughs) what time he said you was gonna get back but no like it's like you said it's been the best time we've been we've all been getting picture mail right and that's been really good for us to see our kids smile without us and i think for me um outside of just my my innate gratitude um for my partner but like, thank you for the standard of care of both myself and Naomi in these past seven days, just checking in on me or checking in on her and sending photos of different things or saying that you tried to do her hair, but she running off. Like, that means the world to me. Um, but also, damn, I lost my thought. What was it? Anybody know? No idea. Mm. But I don't know. So what about moms? To the moms that are hesitant about going away. Yeah. Take I, I mean, time for I mean, you. we can't... I'm not going to tell the moms listening, like, oh, you shouldn't feel guilty. But, like, yo, you yeah. shouldn't feel guilty. Like, there is no Make way... Make a move through that guilt. Yeah. Like, there yeah. is no way that we can do the things and be all 
that people need us to be if we don't recharge in some sort of way so you ain't gotta go all the way to paris right you know you can go to the next state over shit you can go to the next town over Mm -hmm. but just start by getting that time because you at the end of the day like you still have to be you for you so you can be you and you deserve right yeah and feelings will pass if you allow them to right so like if you like they'll flow and they come in waves so if you start feeling mom guilt push through it and do what you need to do and you'll see on the other side of that that okay that feeling did pass your child did survive and you enjoyed yourself and you can do it again and slowly but surely you'll get over that mom guilt home and i think having a good partner and leaving them with someone who's highly capable of taking care of them mm-hmm. helps push through that mom mm-hmm. guilt. Because yeah. mom guilt really is like, okay, can they do what I need them to do? Yeah. If you leave them with somebody highly capable, yes, they can. I definitely think that that all three of us are better moms for taking this time. Yeah, because absolutely. I didn't absolutely. think that... I don't know. I, I, I legit thought by day four I would be nauseous. <laughs> For real, I I thought I would be nauseous. Like I really miss. I I want to smell her feet. I didn't think I would go to sleep. Smell your stinky. I was knocked out. (laughs) No, why are you laughing at me? Kids love a good stinky feet. Right, they love that shit. (laughs) You you got stinky feet. They love it. How do they know what stinky feet from like three months on? They love it. So I I don't know. I don't. I knew it would be me. I knew they would be. She would be fine. But I'm just like. Damn, we really made it. Because we about, what, two, three days out from having to go back home. And I'm like, okay, you know, we made it. We're going to be better off because of this. Because, I don't know. Did y'all have any goals coming in? Eat good food and relax. Yeah, I just wanted to explore and just relax. Like, I just wanted to be out of Charlotte, Mm -hmm. explore outside of Charlotte, and just be somewhere relaxed, child-free for a couple days. That's all I wanted. And some wine. And I think I've done all of those things. Nobody yeah. needs milk. And nobody needs milk. Oh. See, I was on... See, I may, And maybe I probably should have rephrased this, but I was thinking to myself, like, I just want to come back inspired. Mm-hmm. Like, not that I mm-hmm. left and I was uninspired, mm-hmm. but just, like, hmm. I mean, I definitely want to go back rejuvenated. Yeah. Yes, because I needed... This is the first break I've had in two years. And prior to them, I was going on breaks every three to four months because I have a stressful job. And so every three to four months, I took some sort of, whether it was in the country, out of the country, like I took something every three to four months and that has changed. Mm -hmm. And so while, even up until then, I had like a few eyebrow raises, like, damn bitch, you going to away for a week? But it's just like, yo, I need to. Yeah. Yeah. I need to and I'm going to do this for me regardless of people's feelings around it because feelings don't pay my bills. Yeah. No, that's real. Yeah. I agree. Well, well, y'all got anything else y'all want to leave with the peeps? With the peeps. With the people. Don't forget about yourself, mamas. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneur moms. Entrepreneur moms. <laughs> Keep grinding. Some babies got to eat. Bring mm-hmm. them to the office if need be. Get it done. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think definitely for people, just start. Yeah. Shit. Shit don't work. Start again. And again and again and again. Spoken like a true therapist. And wrap your mind around the fact that it may not, your schedule, your lifestyle may not look like how it looks prior to having a child. Mm-hmm. I used to be in the office grinding 12 to 14 hours. That's mm-hmm. not possible anymore. Right. I may do three here, two there, four there. I'm still getting my 12, but it looks a little different these days. It may be in the middle of the night while he's sleeping. I'm sitting on the floor of my laptop. So just wrap your mind around the fact that it's going to look a little different, but you still can do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'll wrap this show up and just, I think that the, the biggest takeaway across the board with all guests, including myself, is that there is no such thing as getting back to you after kids. There's definitely a new you. I would say, um, and I think these ladies would agree, that you have to embrace that new you. Mm-hmm. You have a new mental. You damn sure got a new body. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. <laughs> and you mm-hmm. have a new life. And if you don't walk into this, like, and, and everybody's not going to feel this or feel this immediately, but if you don't walk into the new you, this new chapter, knowing that you were capable, chosen, and graced to bring a life into this world via your body, I don't really know what the fuck to tell you. Mm-hmm. You guys, thank you for listening to Marriage Caviar Mini Momcation Edition. This is the first episode that I've done without Justin. This is our first episode to have guests. So I want to thank you all for listening, but I also have to send a special thought shout out and thanks, big, big thanks to the guests this evening. Tasha Ray of Ray Law and Alicia Tete of Building Endurance. Thank you, ladies. Also wanted to put a closing message just real quick, just to say like our views and our perspective on motherhood belong strictly to us. This is something, if nothing else, that is a your way type of thing. And this goes for moms, dads, parents, whatever. I think this is parenthood is maybe the most judged role you'll ever have in your life. Like we just judge each other from afar for no apparent reason um so i just wanted to jump on close out the show say thank you to our guests and also that take this with a grain of salt do parenthood your way love you guys for listening